Uh, Quiet on set. Okay. I want to do the intro. You want? Why do you want to do the intro? Because I want to do the intro. What intro do you want to do? What's the name of the podcast again? And that's why you don't do the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do the intro. What, what do you want to do? I want to do Anyang. Silence. <laughs> I just want everyone to go Anyang. Disembodied voice from nowhere. Welcome to the Lazy Monday podcast. If we come out on Monday. If safe. we come out on Monday. Shut up, I'm lazy. <laughs> Wait, is this real? Did we, is this starting? Yes. I, I feel like you ask that every single time we, we start recording. No. Anyang. We're in the <clears throat> Matrix. Thank you, thank you for blowing out the, the mic. I had to. It was my duty. All right. I guess we. I guess since there's not two of us, we should introduce ourselves. I'm Sage. I'm Zane. And I'm Marcus. But Welcome. Still not funny. To the Shadow Runner podcast. Still not funny. Also known as the Crack Rum podcast. I love when people run jokes into the ground every single episode. Hey. Bitch, <laughs> hey. don't kill my vibe. Is that, is that all you have to say? Yes. That's what happens. I so, plead the fifth. So, um... Have you guys been? It's been a while since we've uh, we've got the the band back together. I've seen you like every week. I have to have sex, right? Yeah. We weren't going to talk about that. Listen, everyone needs to know of our secret love. Everyone thinks we do anyway. Like we meet each other so much, we have a name now. What is it? It's now have have had a name. Nage. Wow. Nage. Nate and Sage. Nage. Weird. They're just jealous, you know? I ship it. It's guy-low. Team Nate and Sage. Zane, you're just the third, like, the third wheel in this whole thing. We could try adding my name into it, right? Yeah. It's incest uh, if we do anything, though. Nizage. Uh, n- n- uh, z- nope. Nope. Doesn't work. <laughs> John. Just the Z. The Z ruins everything. It's It doesn't. It just doesn't flow. Uh, I would disagree. How so? Oh, yeah? Uh, How many Z names do you know? Zebras. Dumbass. Yeah, zebras. <laughs> there you a, go. That's, that's all name. you need, zebras. <laughs> zebras? Yeah. And I'm good. <laughs> that's, that's just one name. That's not multiple. Not to not to point out my own joke, but the fact that you said how many and my answer was zebras <laughs> is uh, uh I thought I, I thought I was pretty clever. It's gonna be um, one of those days, isn't it? It's uh it's a lazy podcast. Um so today we will. Uh, we didn't do a podcast on the day of. Uh, we recently had a, a little bit of little bit of mourning at the beginning of this week. Um, yep. a, a very First inspirational figure had uh, had passed away. Um, in fact, I, I'm honestly going to try my best to, to not really choke up too much at this because I I still am struggling with it. But um, uh, Monty Ohm, uh, he who is the lead animator of uh for Red vs Blue season nine and ten he was mm-hmm. he started the show uh, uh Ruby with Re- with um Rooster Teeth and uh was an, just an overall good guy yep. he uh Created he passed Dead away Fantasy. that was an awesome series too yeah he, he and Haloid yeah which I was not a series but it's not a series but Haloid yeah. will always be like one of my favorite videos on the he internet he was just an overall great creator yeah it's very sad that we lost him he uh. And he, it, it was basically, it sounds like from what uh, Rooster Teeth had posted about it, was he went in for a basic medical procedure, mm-hmm. uh, had a bad allergic reaction, and uh, his body just couldn't cover. He was in a coma, so he didn't feel any pain, uh, which I'm, I'm thankful for that, and I, I, my heart goes out to the family. Uh, 
I, I think I think it's it's really tough because and and Nate, you would know the most about this. He's kind of the the reason why you got into you know 3D and 3D animation. I mean, I you you said last podcast that I pointed you towards Blender, but I mean everything you ever have wanted to make was you know inspired somehow by Monty Ohm, and it was I mean you know it's it's rough. Yeah, he was he was just like kind of an idol, you know. Just the way that he could animate and bring these characters to life and just make these overall just amazing bits of um, action and stuff. That It's very sad that we had to, uh, I guess, go through such a thing. But as Rooster T says, we should all honor him by doing something creative. Mm-hmm. Yep. His uh his motto was all was keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um and and you know I I my I I really was happy to see I I was on Twitter you know the whole time until I kind of couldn't take it a little bit you know the, all the the fan art and pictures it was it was amazing they they made so much money so much support from the Rooster Teeth community that I'm I'm very I'm very happy to be a part of and uh, it's it's uh it's one of those things where I just I saw so many people just be like you know what that one thing that i've been putting off that i've been waiting to do you know i i saw people posting finally i'm i'm doing it i'm doing it now i'm starting it i'm moving forward i mean uh, oddly enough the this podcast kind of um came back a little bit because of that uh you know I, we we didn't really know i didn't really know about it when we we started up this the last episode but i you know i kind of uh, have been kicking kicking my own butt into gear a little bit uh, to to you know keep moving on keep moving forward and he was a, he was a hard worker I mean you go on the Roosty site uh, if you got some time at all watch the 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 uh, the memento video the I, I'm I'm not sure if I'm using the right word there but the tribute video the, thank yeah. you yeah the tribute definitely watch that you know he was a very inspiring person and mm-hmm. a, uh, a it's it's a loss for. It's a loss for everyone, and my heart goes out to the to him and his family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any other any other thoughts? Um, I just think it was uh, amazing. One one of the biggest things that he'll, uh, it, it's kind of, uh, I'm kind of restating what mostly what you just said, but every time he had like an interview with someone, one of his biggest things was, uh, he always put a hundred and ten into like almost everything he did. And if you see his setup of his computers that I've seen like pictures of, he had so many monitors so he could do so work while getting his entertainment, while doing other work. Uh, he didn't lose a moment of his life. He, he did everything that he could at all times. And that's, that's an amazing thing that I think everybody should remember um, uh, about him. And kind of... Kind ripping of, keys out of his keyboard and things like that. Yeah, and, speed his process up. And like take 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 that with you. Take that lesson that you should always put 110 into everything you do and do it right. Yeah. And and yeah, uh, and I also learned stuff about him from this that I actually didn't know in the first place. Uh, like um, Afro Samurai, the video game. I always just walked by it in uh, game stores, but. Uh, I heard that he actually worked in the development of that game, and he apparently uh, gave that game its basic uh, combat system. Like he 
for the most part, built the combat system. And on top of that, um, he made uh, the, not made the engine, but he gave them the idea of when you chop things, it like cuts in half, which then we see that influence like further games like Metal Gear Rising. We see that come into there and, and stuff he did back in Haloid and animation stuff. We see people getting ideas from that. Uh, just so many stuff he so much of the stuff he did influenced so many people and you get to see it and it's pretty amazing now that I can go back and I can look at all the stuff he himself has changed and that's also because he put in so much work and so much effort and it's inspiring yeah it's amazing really definitely I I I have one one sad story just to tell and I was telling you Nate this off the podcast um was the fact that the the day that uh you know that we or the day after we found out um i i decided i was gonna pull out a shirt that i don't wear because i got it signed and you know i don't like getting those shirts dirty i try my i try my best to you know when i when i get a shirt signed or something i want to preserve that so i I don't wear the shirt very often but it was it was a ruby shirt that uh we had randomly me and you like uh, we're just like let's go down to austin let's go down to austin this uh this weekend, and yeah, it was, that, we, we decided this on Thursday night, I think. That conversation was interesting because I remember going into the cage where we worked at the time. The cage is the uh, uh, the the film school rental house. Yeah, for for those who aren't familiar. Yeah, and I was just cleaning cables, and Sage walks in. He's all, "Hey, we're going to South by Southwest. You down?" I was all, "Okay, where is it? It's in Austin, Texas. Okay, how are we gonna get there? You mind driving?" <laughs> yep and uh and we were in the car and heading out the day the next day and uh that was the first time i ever um i ever got to to meet monty actually i i got to see him and uh this is where the sad part kind of comes in um because because it was a great trip it was amazing i i, I loved it but uh, i bought car. a I, I bought a shirt and i knew i was gonna buy a shirt um from the rooster teeth booth that they had there and i bought a ruby shirt because i hadn't gotten anything ruby yet since the show had come out and uh, I, uh, you know, Barbara, uh, Lindsay, uh, Aaron, and uh, and uh, Kara were all there to, to sign. Uh, so I got them to sign the shirt. And then later we came back, and Monty was there. Monty was there with um with I think Ryan, and uh, uh, and there was, there was someone else. It was a, it was a I think someone who was a convention worker or somebody. Um, but anyway, uh, unfortunately I didn't commit their name to memory, but. Whoever you are, thank you for being there. Um, and uh, I was just—I don't know why, but I was—I was—I got—I don't ever do this. People are people, but I got too um, starstruck. I guess would be the word. I got a picture with them. I at least was able to do that. But I—I I was like, I don't want to waste their time. I don't want to do anything, you know, to, to to piss them off or anything. There are people behind me waiting in line to to shake their even just shake their hand and meet them. I don't want to like you know take up too much of their time. So I just got the picture. I never got the the signature on that shirt. And uh, I wore that shirt and I kind of looked down on it where I was going to ask him to sign it. And, you know, I just kind of thought it's, you know, I'm not going to get that. I'm never going to get that signature. I'm never going to get to my, I've always wanted to work at Rooster Teeth with Rooster Teeth and things like that. And I I won't get to do that. And that was, uh, that was, that was, that was the tough memory for me. That was, I think my, my moment of this is real kind of thing. I, mm. I I wanted it to be a, a cruel joke. I wanted to, you know, and I, I, I love how I act like I knew the guy forever or anything like that. I didn't really, but just from what he made, I, I felt like I knew him. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. 
Well, now that all the people who uh, listen to this podcast because they think we're funny, which is zero people, but um, <laughs> have, have left uh, oh. because we're being depressing and sad, let's... Uh, <laughs> We can move on to uh, yeah. our next topics. Let's um, get the energy up. Let's get some. Uh, <laughs> woo woo. Well, the sunny side of things. Speaking of, um, speaking of, you know, doing things in visual effects. I was actually over with uh, a friend of ours, Brian Tooker. Uh, I know we've messaged him on the past, so I don't really feel like. Um, but he was showing me this uh, this French Netflix commercial, and like all the visual effects behind it, behind it, and how oddly simple. It is, but how amazing the effects are. You should definitely look it up. I'm going to post a link in the description to check it out. What did you guys think about that? I just I showed it to you right before the podcast. Production value, production value. That was that was a really good commercial. Like VFX were so well executed, and I know you I know you don't like the desert shot that they have in the beginning, but some of the stuff they do it's just like why can't we do that? And then I realized, oh, it's because my computer sets on fire if I try to roto this for too long. If I, <laughs> my computer almost set on fire when I was doing a little effect and I put on some motion blur and it was like, <laughs> nope, can't, can't do that. Yep. Yeah. Equipment failures. It's, it's constant. It's constant in our life. Yeah. But that was pretty cool. Just I need I, the money. I thought it was, see, see now, now this kind of prompts the, the, the question though that I, I mean, you, you mentioned the, the desert scene. Versus uh, practical versus uh, controlled. Uh, it, you'll you'll see. De- uh, definitely look at the link we uh, we post. There's a there's a video. They show this. It's an out exterior desert scene, um, and it's just a guy walking and he jumps over some titling that they that they added in there, obviously. Um, and it, you would think they would just shoot that outside and then add the visual effects in, but it, but then they show that it was actually completely in studio. And I, I, I was blown away personally by it. I was like, wow, that's in studio. But then I, me, I kind of thought about it and I was like, you know, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you just go outside? It's, it's a desert scene. The effects that they did aren't, don't seem like that crazy. I mean, it, it seems like you should be able to find a place you could shoot that without having to do the extra, you know, production that doing it in studio was. But that's just me. I don't know. I may, Maybe I like doing things the easy way uh, eh. versus putting a lot into visual effects. Eh. Well, the way that they usually space these things out, it's you want to get everything done in the first week as soon as possible. Maybe you don't have all the actors at the same time. So maybe it was faster for them to do it in the studio instead of going out to a desert and lugging out the equipment and everything to do it on another day. I don't, I don't know. Make, lighting something to make it look like it's outside seems like it's a headache on top of the visual effects time to then put the effects in i don't know i mean zane you you've kind of experienced that you've done a little bit of editing on like iMovie Uh, and things like that nothing to the degree you guys have i i made a little like amv sort of thing uh that's about it but you you know like how long that takes oh yeah yeah, yeah, most definitely it took you like i think what a a three days four days a week uh my thing was really small it only took me like two days okay it was any, I, I've always, I've always been somebody who I'm like a day in camera is a week in post. It's, it's like something that you could fix that day <laughs> oh, to fix perfect. it later is like, it's, it's hours longer than, than it, if you, if you say just fix it in post, that's, that's yeah. a, a whole process. <laughs> 
For example, changing the color of someone's clothing takes like I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> takes I don't know like what you're talking about. So long, ninety frames we, of that. It's did so we sign annoying. an NDA for that? Did we? I don't know. I don't. I, I don't think you did. So I guess you're fine. What's oh. an NDA? Non uh, non disclosure agreement it means you can't talk about it. Ah. Essentially, I don't think legal stuff boring. I don't think we did though, so I think we're fine. We won't really Hopefully. talk more about it though. Yeah. If, the title uh, if of the an, movie is if wait, there's a podcast the that doesn't come out for next week, <laughs> we will. Uh, we You'll will know miss why. you because I'm in jail. I'm in federal jail. <laughs> I'll send a picture. You're I'll not gonna tweet the, it. You're not gonna right do the it. podcast from jail. Oh yeah. <laughs> Jailbird podcast. That's a good name. I we like al- that. We already have echo problems from here. <laughs> now put us in a concrete room. Pretty yeah. sure we'll. Uh, that sounds like it would be great audio quality. With the guy across the hall who keeps flirting with you. <laughs> you know I'll flirt back, though. For those Such of you who whore. don't know, I'm, I'm totally straight. Just saying. I, I make a lot of gay jokes, though. Except for that one time you kissed a guy. Yeah. Except for Me that one specifically. Time. That's going to sound really gross. <laughs> um... It's okay. We, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not actually even recording. We're just, we're just riffing. Okay. Um, this is a safe environment. Just tell me all your dark secrets. It, it won't go to anyone. So when I was 12. <laughs> that one time in band camp. <laughs> so, um, so Zane, you were talking to me earlier about uh, anime lists. Which, anime! Which, by the way, big shocker that you're talking to me about Segway. anime. Because... You don't always talk about anime all the time. Oh, yeah. No. Every single moment of the day. Yeah, because anime isn't my life or anything. Wait, wait, hold up. Anime. Grab just turn to him and tell him, stop watching Naruto and just start on Naruto Shippuden. I don't get... There's uh, no reason to start back I there. I don't get your hate on this. Okay, so Zane, to fill you in on, oh. this, on this conversation. No, you... Oh, they wait, finished. Yeah, yeah. They finished making Naruto. I think they finished the manga, not the anime, right? Um, so they finished making the the manga, which I never thought would I happen. Think. I think it's like I thought. I thought it'd be like Bleach, where it just never ends, or One Piece. And um, so I decided I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch it. You I know, think Bleach did and, end and catch up. If it did, I don't know. But I think the animation ended. They've got. They both went on way longer than the honestly need to. No, I think they I'm gonna get so much on. hate for those comments. And so Nate basically was saying, why don't you just start uh, uh, Shaputin, I think is how you pronounce it. Why don't you just shart? Shart. Shart, shart, man. Just shart. So his Uh, issue was that he was watching up with the anime and then he stopped. So he was already in Shaputin. And then he... Shaputin. Just stopped. And then he just stopped and he's all, oh, I'm going to rewatch it because people said that the manga ended so the anime is going to catch up. So he starts back at Naruto. Episode one, yes. Well, it's good. I get it though. Cause Why like, would you start back at Naruto? The, the animation wasn't as good. The oh, fights weren't as good. Uh, I think there was just less frames Dude, in the animation. Just saying. Fifteen frames. Obito versus Kakashi. No spoilers. The be- it's not a spoiler for those know. for those in the audience who haven't watched it. Those are just two names. But but we know they fight. Everyone fights. Everybody. So yeah, there you go. I think any mashup really happens. <laughs> hey, Naruto could be a, a bunch of nin, uh, a movie about or a show about ninjas that just hug each other a lot. See, I don't watch Naruto, but I feel like in Naruto, I'm almost 100 yeah. percent sure Naruto probably fights Naruto. 
I don't know how. What? That's but in all the that, games. Yeah. Like people always know. play one version of Naruto and then the other. Oh, yeah. There it's was this, so, it happened somehow. Probably. There was this weird I've never seen this episode where they had like a Mecha Naruto. Mecha Naruto. I've seen was, pictures of that. I didn't know if it was actually in is the it anime, anime or not. Great. There's just. There's so anime. much unneeded filler with that anime. And when the manga's over, it's like, guys, stop making these <laughs> random stories that no one cares about. Just go with the rest of the canon so we can finish this. It's been like 15 years. But now, my, okay. my personal opinion on your Naruto conundrum is... Your professional m- opinion. My professional. Uh, you have a PhD. Yes, yes. Just in anime. And it's to read the manga of Naruto, and then every time you get to a fight scene, go watch the fight scene on YouTube or something, and then start at Shippuden actually watching. Okay. That's my opinion. I hear you. I'll turn to your brother. <laughs> Does he read? I do. Actually, Naruto... <laughs> I do. Naruto is actually one of the few uh, mangas that I actually like really stuck with. Like I, I used to be a big manga reader actually, and uh, and I, I would read it online actually, and I yeah I would read it all the time. It, you it know, was fantastic. The the manga is awesome because it, it does take out all the filler. But there there's a there's an anime list that, that lists the the filler episodes. I'll just skip those. I like origin stories. I like seeing where people come from. But you've already seen Naruto, right? But I haven't seen it in a while. It's it's just like rewatching a movie. It's you know you you rewatch a movie because you don't remember every little detail. So I'm rewatching Naruto because, especially Zabuza. I love Zabuza. Through... I love that whole that whole thing, and that's at the yeah, that's in the but... first season. Yeah, but you're putting yourself through so much pain because I remember just you watching it and you're all, oh, Sasuke's such a bitch. He is such a bitch, but I don't think that changes. Um, I think that just continues on to Shippuden. He's just a stronger <laughs> bitch. Um, but my my reason for for wanting to go back see i think you're i think you're making it a thing of when well, i'm saying naruto is better than shippuden i'm not saying that at all shippuden is in all respects more superior but i like watching from the beginning to the end because i feel like to get the to understand the hurdles starting at whatever is the best I, I i never understood that whole the whole idea of you know, watch at start at this season because this season's better than that other season. Because to me, you need that last season. You need the season beforehand to get it, to understand it. I, I mean, even if it's bad, you still need to know it's bad because you still need to see the bad to appreciate what's good about it. Yeah, I, I, I when I do get to ship Shippuden, Shippuden, whatever, um. I will be like, thank God, because I will say it is annoying that they announce their attacks every single time they do it, and that they talk about or they they say their hand signs all the time, which I know that gets that they stop doing that. And I I will be happy that they stop repeating what just happened on the screen three times. <laughs> they they literally will be like, Naruto, it'll happen. Then Naruto will explain how it happens, and then Sasuke will explain how it happens from his perspective. And it's like like something like that will happen, and you know you're like, okay, I, I get it. You know he he tricked him. Cool, move on. But but I'm I you have to see the bad to see the good. You have to you have to see the bad to appreciate the good. You can't just take be like, cause 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 otherwise I just go on YouTube and like you said and watch all the fights and then that's it because that's the best parts. Just go on just go on YouTube, watch every single fight from the from season one to to the end of the manga or the end of the show, and 
then I'm like, all right, I'm good. I, I've seen everything there is to see in Naruto because those are the big moments. My I just co- don't get going back to the beginning. That... Origin. But you've already seen it. Rewatching it. People rewatch things all the time. Why is this weird to you? I re- People rewatch things all the time. Because it's so long. So? <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's actually not that long if you cut out the filler. That's that's what and which is what I'm gonna do because I know there is a lot of filler. There's, there's like a over, season and a half of, of of filler. There's over 200 episodes. So, mo- most a lot of them are filler. And then on top of the 200, you need to watch in Shepparton to catch up to like three. I think it's funny you're bit, you're wrong. bitching about watching an anime. <laughs> yeah. Oh boohoo! I have to watch episodes of a show. It's so hard. <laughs> I'm going to probably watch it while making money on my computer, doing visual effects, but damn it, it sucks. I don't want to watch boring old anime episodes. Hey man, my background noise needs to have some substance, okay? Oh my god. Although I'm not paying attention, it needs to, you know, I want to hear, oh, he uses fire sign to make the fire jutsu. You might as well. You might as well just watch the fights on YouTube. Like that's <laughs> apparent. That's apparently all you need is just an hour-long loop of the best fights of Naruto, and just leave it on. Leave leave that on because that's that's what, in my opinion, you're getting. What were you gonna say, Zane? You were, you, you started talking, and then it was so long ago. I don't even. <laughs> Whenever you get these two fighting, you you just gotta wait until they're no, done with that a little in. spout. That sounds great on you a podcast. Jump into the fight. Don't talk. <laughs> You jump into the fight. Start swinging. Just start swinging every direction. <laughs> the only one that needs to win is you. That's all you can do. Um, actually, what Sage start, tried to bring up... Tried before to. Before we brought up before the Before Naruto just happened, uh, was that Crunchyroll... Uh, I mean, it already started, but Crunchyroll just emailed me, and I was like, oh, this would be an interesting uh, thing to talk about. Um, they you just Crunchyroll had talk their... All the time? What? You and Crunchyroll talk all the time? Yeah, Crunchy. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, they email me. Pen pals? Yeah. I get it. I love them. Send dick pics? Yeah. Cool. Sometimes my boobs. Uh, I always get gay with you guys. I said boobs. Boobs isn't... Man boobs. Gay? It or, can be. I mean, It can I totally be gay. <laughs> Whatever. Not that that's a problem. It's, I'm totally accepting. Okay, anyway. Oh, the man boobs. Why does it always get <laughs> sexual? <laughs> Crunchyroll emailed me their 2015 winter lineup, and I thought it would be uh, just something to bring up, some news, some current stuff. Uh, What's the best stuff? Okay, it's going to be personal opinions mostly, because... No, no, no. Professional opinions. You have a degree in anime. You are on record as saying you have a degree, so we will take you to court if you're wrong. Okay, fine. Dr. Zane's session is now. Um, personally, oh. one for me. Sage doesn't really like this anime, but I love this anime. So I'm going to take you to court, apparently. Yeah, Sage is going to take you to court. We're already starting on a bad, bad foot. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure uh, Journey to Egypt? I don't know the the sub name or subtitle. Sounds or like a ridiculous it. title. It better be a comedy. So, no, it's a... It's a, it's a Yep. Have you ever seen <laughs> Have you ever seen the YouTube video of like the uh, I'm 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 not going to be able to find this in the link dump so don't look for it but it's uh, it's like two German dudes just working out being buff making fun of a bunch of people who are you know not actually all buff and tough and everything 
That I haven't watched much of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but that's what that anime looks like to me. Um, it looks like a bunch of really pretty men. Yeah. Who are really buff. Yeah. Hugging each other a lot. No. They they are hugging <laughs> each other a lot. Every time I've looked on your screen, there when is... you're watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, they're they are like either crying beautifully. What? They're like making a serious face while crying no. into the sunset. Or they're what? hugging another man. We obviously didn't watch the same show. <laughs> Every single time. I mean... Sage, you might be confused with the stuff you look up. It's, no yeah, yeah. You it's got the a most of... anime anime I think you watch. It It's totally anime. Like, uh, it, it gets a crazy. Dude, a dude's wife gets resurrected. Spoiler, by the way. A dude's wife gets resurrected. Wait, She's what, all naked this? and stuff. And then she turns into like this spider thing zombie that eats his heart out. And he, what? I don't he, even remember I, this plot. This that is you're this is what about. I remember of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. She <laughs> eats. She tur- she's naked the whole time. By the way, she eats his heart out, and he looks at her crying, serious serious face. This is where I get the crying serious face, as he says, "I love you," and falls over dead. This is a, a I, lie. This is, this is no. This is how I remember it. No, this didn't happen. And she and <laughs> this definitely didn't. And happen. she gets away, and that was all I watched. Well, I don't I was... know if the guy survived without having a heart. Like maybe these these humans have multiple hearts. I don't know. Why They're time the lords for some reason. Why was the nudity such a poignant fact that you had to just point that out? Because I was just like, why, dude? I think why you're... is she still naked? Like I, when she resurrected, I get it. She was naked when she was re- resurrected and everything. You would think she would go get some clothes. But you'd think it'd be cold. Think, wait, I do not get buried naked. I don't remember this at all. So I think Sage is talking about a totally different anime. I I know this is this is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. No, I, I watched this episode. I was like, I'm gonna give this a chance. Let's just watch that episode that Zane's watching. Where I did sat you down. start from? Wherever you were, you were watching it. I just watched it on your computer. It was weird. It was a weird anime. Well, I'll I'll give you the basic of season one if you want to go start that. Zombie, vampire things. He's proving come, my point. Come into play. And our protagonist, the only way to defeat them is to master the art of Hamon, which is focusing your chi or something like that. I don't know exactly, but it's a part of your breathing technique, and you have to breathe right, and you can center your energy and use the Hamon to do special hits and stuff. This is not a highlight reel. You're getting very specific. <laughs> this is an I- No, this is an idea. This is an idea of what it is. And then season two comes around, or no, and you got that kind of idea until you get to season three, and they totally change the combat system entirely. Everything's different. Combat system. Like a video game. Yeah. They have a video game They for do it. have a video game, actually. And I played it, and it's nice. Is I mean, it really? it's not, but it is. I would is. think it'd be pretty crappy. It's, it's, uh. it doesn't have good mechanics, it doesn't have the best mechanics, but it's super true to the show and beautiful. You know what that so, reminds me of? Yeah. Samurai Flamenco. What? As soon as, you hit, as soon as you hit episode seven, just goes off the rails and you're Everything all, changes. what's going on? Until you get to the final episode and they're all, oh, this is what was really happening. At least better than the other animes where it's like, oh, I finally overcome this ultimate boss that's been like three seasons. And then it's like, they're finished. They're resting. They're fine. They're done. And then there's just another guy who's much stronger who, for some reason, they have to go fight now. No, the main yeah. boss is still alive, actually. And we're going to see him in season four. 
So that's the journey to Egypt. He lives. Was he's that in the Egypt. only thing on the list? What no, else? No, no, no. Uh, what, what else you got? That was my. That was Doctor my anime, personal ex- anime Doctor Zane. What's next? That's my the one I'm most excited for. Take control of your class. And I've started watching. Um, the next one. He's on, a teacher now. <laughs> right below that is actually one I haven't started yet. Uh, but season two of Aldo, Aldo, shit. Aldo I don't like it. <laughs> zero. I don't. I don't know if that's the correct pronunciation. How hard was the test to get your doctorate? Um, <laughs> Pro- pronunciate pronunciating the the names, pronouncing kinda, the names. That's the word I was looking for. The test was one question. They said, "Do you like anime?" And I said, "Yes." And they said, "You pass." That's how I got my doctorate. Are you an otaku? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Good enough. Um. Anyway, which uh. The basic understanding I got from that show is uh, planet Earth journeyed out to, like, Mars or something, and now there's a Mars colony and an Earth colony, and the people on Mars think they're way better than Earth. Planet Earth journeyed out? Like, the whole planet? No, Earth. Earth people uh, colonized Mars, and the, the Martians, technically, they're humans, but they're Martians, are, like, a higher class. And then I think a war breaks out between the two planets and it's very sci-fi super anime actually good goodness it, and it looks like it These has really good animation japanese though there's no english dubs yet no english dubs yet uh jojo is starting the the english dub has started i think but they're still only on like season three, well you gotta maybe. like you gotta like pick with that stuff like for me i, I watch anime if i start japanese and i'm i'm not i'm doing the english subtitle i can't do the english dub I can like adjust. I, I cannot. No, I can't do it. It sounds wrong to me. It bothers yeah, I me. I can switch. It bothers me. I can't do it. The only issue you have Vice is versa you well. can't do English subtitles if you're working. Because you'll be going... Well, apparently for you, saying? you don't care Hold what they're on. saying. You just like the fight scenes. Hey, hey. I like... I like do you hear the bitterness in my voice? You, you just have problems, okay? Um, because Shippuden is better than Naruto, and you shouldn't be watched the... Old ones. Fair enough. You've already um, watched them. Nate, you win. Well, all right, one more. What's what's our top three? Um, the one that uh, next looked most interesting to me was the Testament of Sister New Devil. Um, I see it. Is she naked on your? No, no. It, it looks like she's wearing a bikini. Um, Anime style, man. Typical beach scene. You got to get that one beach episode with the volleyball. Yep. And the light glistening off of the water droplets. This one yeah. I'm the least educated on, but it looks like it has nice animation, and uh, the story seems kind of interesting because the char- the main character in this has a parent that exists. He's not an orphan like a ton of anime people. He... Or or were they the parents live separately from them for oh, whatever yeah. reason? Um, I guess he doesn't have a mother in the picture though, so he's halfway there. Single dad. Anyway, the the protagonist's father remarries and the his new stepsister uh is some sort of demon thing like but she's a kawaii cute girl thing but she's also devil demon thing i don't know that's the one i'm least educated on but there's the top three for what me. what type of anime is your favorite type of anime there's there's very there's many genres and many sub 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 genres talking today is awful What's your favorite? Like, if you had to pick one anime to recommend to someone who's just starting anime, what would you pick? 
one anime to like what a specific anime or like a genre? Well, I mean, obviously, if you're gonna pick this one, that would be your favorite genre, wouldn't it? Not necessarily. Not, not really. Oh, okay. Well, well, for what, somebody just starting, genre, what's your favorite? Let's start with what's your favorite genre, then what's your favorite anime, if they are different. Uh, man, this is hard. Uh, favorite genre, I guess I would go with just just basic action. action, action, sometimes magic, kind of stuff. All right. Um, what I'd suggest to a person like who is first starting watching would be Oron High School Host Club. Really interesting. Yeah. Uh, because actually, I didn't like the end- ending of that one. Oh, it, no it doesn't have a good ending, but uh, because I actually have gotten newbies of anime or whatever you'd call them, boobies of anime, boobies of anime newbies. to actually same difference. Uh, sit down and really like that show because. I don't know. I think the humor just appeals to a Western audience. It's got some cutesy art. Um, I don't know. That's another genre of anime that I like, and it's like I feel weird that I like it, but harem anime are just fun to watch sometimes. Uh, A good, fun watch that you don't have to get too invested in. I'm watching Infinite Stratos right now, season two. That's a good one. That's fun. That's a good one. Nate, how about you? All right, here's the guide to introducing any noob to the the overall anime. guide from the the overall guide. You have them to watch the Angel Beats, then you move them on to Bakano, then you have them watch Kogias. Okay, Kogias is good. I I uh, I definitely think you're right in Kogias. What is your favorite anime genre though? Favorite? If not one of those, <laughs> I don't Bakano. That kind of genre. I don't know. Is that action, drama, comedy? Adventure. Adventure. Uh, yeah, that, one, that one's hard to define, actually, now that you made me think fantasy. about it. Fantasy. It's too hard to just pick one genre, because I, I, I like really? all of them. See, I, I'll do it real fast. Harem anime. I, oh, yeah. I like harem anime. Not for the perverted reason, though. Okay. We, we walked in on you watching an AMV entitled <laughs> what, Sage? Um, my perverted life. But... <laughs> Uh, that's completely different because that's a great anime. Um, yeah, that's cr- great AMV. No, what the reason I like harem animes, oddly enough, is because it's uh, it's very opposite of what you'd normally see. It's a bunch of women fighting over a dude rather than a bunch of dudes fighting over a chick, which is, I don't know why, I mean, you see that a lot in Western culture rather than the other way around. So I kind of like that different take as well as, but, but I don't like just the pervert ones. See, the, the problem is a lot of harem animes get um, bad raps be- because they, they feature a lot of the, like, sexual parts. I like um, ones that, you know, they have an, uh, a romantic uh, end to them. Like, they ha- or they have the guy likes one girl, and his, his objective is to get this one girl. But every once in a while, he's like, but what about this other girl? You know, I kind of like her, too. And you get that little, like, back and forth thing. I don't know why. I've always liked romance animes. Oop, I hit... I like action animes a lot, so just to kind of butch myself up there a little bit more. But um, but I, I I love romance animes. I don't know why. It's it's kind of been a, a little guilty pleasure of mine. So what would you have them watch to introduce them to harem? <sighs> well, I mean, I would to definitely in, to introduce to harem. <laughs> I would say Oran High, right? Uh, what no. Would you say well, see, but that's the opposite. That's actually that that's breaking it again because that's a bunch of guys 
and one yeah. girl, but there's actually no ro- romance in that one. That's the weird thing. Is there? I mean, they they like ha- they hinted some romances, but it's all fake for the whole thing. They Spoiler. do. They have a defining guy though. But they they never get together. There's no defining end moment. Sure. Um, I really oddly enough, uh, and this one I'm I'm totally defeating my my point of I don't like the sexy ones, but I do. What? I'm so you're ready. laughing. Just go. Say what? it. I'm, I just. I'm I was gonna say, um, answer. I think it was, I think it was Rosario Vampire. Oh, I no. really, that is I good, really though. like Rosario Vampire, but I am defeating myself because they do do the sexual thing a lot with them. They, you yeah. know, they got yeah, the bikini there's scenes. Yeah, succubus that fights over. There, it. yeah, there's the bikini scenes. There's the the over sexualized. <laughs> so I am defeating myself a little bit with it, but I really like that one. I want them to come yeah. out with more. If you read the, man- which I don't think, I don't know if they're going to, but the manga for that one is fantastic. It actually gets really deep by the end of it. Um, and I'm not going to spoil anything. Just read the manga. I'll post a link and you can see all of these animes in one click of a button. The reason, I was, the reason I was laughing was before you said which one you would have them start with, for, you said, I'm going to contradict myself with the sexual thing. I was almost 100% you are going to say, oh, I tell them to watch High School DXD. Because <laughs> <the> <laughs> High School pers- DXD. In my, in my personal opinion... If you go and watch the dub and sit down with somebody else, it is the most, it's the best experience you can have watching anime with another person <laughs> ever. Because they use the funniest words ever. They have like, they westernize it. Yeah, right? they have a hundred words to explain boobs. Like, they're like, it'll change in the same sentence. They'll be like, man, I want to touch those fun bags. They look very boobalicious. <laughs> like that's a that's probably a sentence they probably say it that seriously too <laughs> like not even like voice acting at all it's just they're reading it it sounds like a dude reading reading words out of a book oh that one's funny i high school of the dead is the one of the most awkward ones to watch with another person i think <laughs> so much sexualness oh yeah or they hilarious. make zombies Especially they that... sexualize zombies in that one how, how do you do you that it's weird ridiculous. I just remember the part on the freeway with the 50 cal WTF. How do boobs move that way? How do boobs? No, no, just her reaction. It's like WTF. (laughs) I think uh, my last anime thing that I wanted to bring up was very nostalgia for me. And I think Sage will feel the nostalgia too. Nate, I don't know if this is for you, but I was looking through Crunchyroll. I was scrolling through, because that's my main anime hub, if you didn't already tell. And I'm scrolling through, and I see a little gem. They have Zatch Bell Ooh. on it. I like Zatch Bell. <laughs> nope. And I went really? Back you didn't like Zatch Bell? It. No. Wow. Well, I, I'm actually going back and watching it, and it's it's not good. I got no. really sad. <laughs> but I, but I like, have nostalgia. I love, Zat- I love Zatch Bell. You I, love Zatch yeah. Bell. I got really connected it, to the I remember to, seeing to that on Saturday morning cartoons and just instantly going, this well, is, I don't like this. That's I'm the going back version. to Dragon Ball Z. Also, I read the manga. I didn't watch the anime, so that might be my difference. Well, also, a thing I thought I'd mention to you is they o- it's funny because they only have the English version on Crunchyroll. There's no... Hmm. So for sub. those who don't like reading... Yeah. Um, I, think, I think it was because apparently an English company like bought all the rights to it or whatever and then made the English anime and all Crunchyroll could get their hands on was an English version. But I thought that was interesting, and and there is a lot of 
dumb stuff in that anime that they don't explain, or at least so far. I'm only at like episode ten right now. Is he a and dude? And they don't explain it. What Zatch? Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, he is. Why is he wearing a dress? Uh, I don't know. It's he's, a kilt. He's. A, it's not actually a kilt. <laughs> I don't know. If someone wore just a kilt, they're not wearing full clothes. Um, I don't know. Because anime, I don't know. That's is a weird a question. Huh? Is it a harem? Have you no. ever watched this? No, it's a it's a fight it's a fighting anime. It's a fighting anime. How did you? Oh, okay. You didn't. He didn't. Uh, he probably was like he probably watched it. Said, "Oh, this, uh, there's a little kid in this. I don't want to watch it." Like I that, don't know. That was your that was probably your thought process. Oh, you know no, what? Actually, actually, I just I, I kind of want to change my answer. I mean, to introduce them to harem anime, I would say Rosario Vampire. I think Gurren Lagann would be my first my first anime to watch. I think that's if you want to establish them to what anime is in general. Like, yeah. be like, do you want to see what a- what anime is? Do you want to see what anime is? Here you are. Yep, because you get almost everything in in that, especially you, you the get, mech side. You don't get harem necessarily, but you no. get you get the you get the 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 hypersexualization. With, the hypersexualization with a uh, with an underage girl yeah you get the bromances com- why with is that she is she's 14 to introduce someone to anime she well because that's anime anime hypersexualizes if somebody everything. gets through Gurren everyone Lagen, is pretty there's not a like single anime. ugly person except unless you get like those super realistic art style ones Let, that i don't like watching because they're kind of disturbing most entertainment everyone's pretty especially movies eh. when was the last time you saw an ugly person in transformers age uh, the, who was the one guy who was the detective in the second one who was standing under the truck nuts? Shia LaBeouf. No. I've seen his penis, by the he way. He was a comedic, comedic relief dude? Speaking of Shia LaBeouf. The comedic relief guy? That's, he still wasn't attractive. Whether or not, whether, no matter what part he plays in it, you don't, you don't usually have very ugly people in that. Like, especially the, especially the girls. Everyone has, everyone has... A rack on both ends, but then says, "Oh, but I'm so flat," and like you know things like that, where it's like, "Oh, I'm I'm so flat." As they then as then they, they then have jiggle all up in their shirt. Don't know how that gets there if they're so flat. You also watch. That's I, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of anime. Lot that's not just what I watch. That's no, a lot of anime. But but Gurren Gurren Logan does cover a lot of anime tropes and stuff that will establish like what anime is because you've got you've got the women the women thing you got the bromance like you got the saying. women women thing you got the women women you got the bromance <laughs> between kamina and what's his name whatever it is uh he becomes protagonist season two whatever something with an h i think uh, it doesn't matter what an unmemorable uh, character why would uh, you want to introduce them straight to harem no no, no it, this no, isn't no, a harem no no, no. I, I i'm saying if if they're new to anime that is gurren logan Okay. If 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 you're introducing him to harem, I would say Rosario Vampire. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Harem's very weird. Which is weird because I don't think you ever like say I'm introducing somebody to an action movie. Like you don't really do that. But anime, you kind of need like a, a little bit of a toe in the water first to really <laughs> before you get into the deep stuff. It's just they they need to find what type of anime they like, and apparently you like a lot of harem. I do. I I'll fully admit it. It's I I like it's a problem romance. Yeah. I like romance, but I especially like the the harem romances that's ones. N- that's fine. Yeah, I like the more complicated ones like Bakuno and Dura. I I love Bakuno. I love the the music in Bakuno, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm not saying I don't like those. But um, 
Yeah, but, but it's, they're your, good. it's just your preference Sa- for Savannah's Star Wars. favorite. Savannah's favorite, actually, um, we we're currently rewatching is Death Note. She loves mystery, uh, you know, mystery, uh, slightly horror, not really, but um, but mystery ones. Which Death Note is really good. That is a good introduction. Even, the, even yeah. the English voice acting is good. I mm-hmm. love the English voice acting. Yeah. But we're we're rewatching that right now, and that's that's pretty awesome. I need more sword art. <laughs> Are you caught up? Are you caught up with the second season? Yeah, yeah. It's good. It was. I was listening to the to the soundtrack the other day. It's got an amazing soundtrack. That yeah, that would be another one you should introduce people to. Sword Art is good. That's good. There's a lot of good anime though, but for those who like anime, it's kind of one of those things where you know you gotta you kind of have to have an interest in it to really. Yeah, you also push them towards it. You can't be someone who thinks animation is childish, or you're you're done. You don't you don't want to watch it. You're, yeah. you're, you're fighting a losing battle. Mm-hmm. Getting away from this topic, we actually recorded a separate segment. This is the first time we're ever, we're ever doing this. Um, yesterday, uh, Rooster Teeth announced their RTLA office, um, which, is really, which was really big news. Um, and me and Nate, uh, separately, we recorded a little bit, a little 20-minute segment about what our thoughts were on, on it, and uh, where it, we'll play that for you right now. So take it away, past Sage and Nate. What's up, guys? This is past Sage and Nate. We're recording this actually the day before we recorded the full podcast. Yes, the day before of the week of the 1st of January. It was a long time ago. I'm um, joking. Isn't it February right now? It is February. Thank you for dating this podcast. Hey, um, <laughs> I'm not that old. You're dated. We, uh, we just wanted to add this in real fast because we found out some really cool news that... Uh, uh, Inside ga- the old Inside Gaming crew, they split from Machinima a couple days ago, and uh, it just got announced, um, literally like a minute ago. Yep, it was exactly a minute ago that um, they will now be partnered with Rooster Teeth on a YouTube channel called Fun Ha Haws Fun Fun House Fun Haws I think Haws H A U S Haws which Fun is Haws. very interesting word. Is that a word? Haas? Yeah, I bet you Fun House probably was taken. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, Haas. Yep. Fun Haas. And it's uh, it looks like it's going to be uh, kind of a you know general gaming channel, gaming news. Uh, they're going to be doing podcasts. Pretty much, they're going to be like a second Rooster Teeth is what so, it seems okay. like. Okay. So, is it basically like Inside Gaming with a different name? Well, I mean, it's all of the Inside Gaming crew, so obviously they're going to keep to what they know but i feel like inside gaming and rooster teeth were very similar uh, comedy styles i mean there were definitely their differences but i i'm a big fan of the inside gaming podcast so i like all their podcasts i would listen to and it i would enjoy them just as much as rooster teeth (laughs) so it's it is inside gaming but you know it's fun haws now (laughs) gotta get that right fun haws I never watched much of their stuff. Really? But I heard a lot from you because you always go on about that stuff with them. Adam Kovic is very funny. And okay. Spool is funny. All of them are funny. I, You know, all, all the guys there uh, are funny. James, Lawrence, Matt, all of them. They're, uh, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's just like they... But, but my favorite thing about them was they're very opinionated. That, that was my favorite part about Inside Gaming. <laughs> like, there's a lot of... Well, there's a lot of um, news channels that were like, you know, here's the news and that's just it. 
They just kind of talk about it. They kind of give opinions, and especially their podcast, which is uh, I still think you should listen to. You should still go back and listen listen to the Inside Gaming podcast, which I don't know what they're going to call it now, or if they're even Fun House Podcast. They might not do it because it's. I mean, if they're with Rooster Teeth, they that might compete be competing with other podcasts or whatever. But, but they're doing gameplay. They are doing gameplay, which does. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly how they're gonna they're gonna do it. If they're gonna host it all on the Rooster Teeth site, or if they're going to. Because it seems like they're making a lot of things just for YouTube now. Like Game Kids is only on YouTube; it's not on their main site. Yeah. Um. They got. Uh. Well, that's actually it. Game Kids was the one that was just on YouTube. So I'm kind of curious to see if they actually integrate Funhaus into it. It's very interesting because earlier we got Jim Sterling leaving the Escapists. Yeah. And before that was, who else left? Uh. Marcus like Beer left. Um, Game Over Greggy left. Um, I think Machinima. I think. Yeah. Be, to make yeah. Uh, to make kind of funny games. Lots of people yeah. are leaving their um, their umbrella companies. You know the umbrella companies that yeah. have been going for. You know they they started in and they've been growing in and starting to become you know starting to splinter out a little bit more, which I love. I love to see this. I mean, obviously Fun Haas jumped from one umbrella company to another, but. Yeah, it's I, very interesting to see how everyone just branches out after they've... Which is really cool because you, you're seeing... We're kind of blessed a little bit to see an industry grow. And it's the industry of web television. I think that's amazing. I mean, the, the fact that, you know, somebody can find success through the internet from from a, a startup. You know, so many startups through the internet... And then can then branch off and make their own thing, hiring their own people, hiring a whole different thing. While that umbrella company still stays intact to hire new people in and push them along in their career. It's it's really cool and something you'd never see in TV or, you know, uh, yeah. legacy media. It's really cool. Web television? Is that what it's called? Well, yeah. I call, I call it web television. That's that's the idea. Is I mean, it's, it's the idea of serial um, content, but distributed, self, essentially self-distributed through the web yeah and i mean it's like it, it you get weekly videos or daily videos which you get for news and television so web television i think there was another word for it though web uh, media web, well it, i mean but there the problem web is with web media is web television sounds too well television it, yeah it's, i don't know if that's the the you know the pc term or whatever mm. um because they originally I mean, like web media, you you could have anything from like an online magazine to, you know, just random other things. So I got it, renaming it, kitchen Dude. sink. Kitchen sink. That's uh. That has nothing to do with what we're talking about. That is that's perfect. That's, but that's a perfect name for it. The really cool thing about this whole uh, this whole IGN being absorbed into Rooster Teeth, that I think is is really cool is Rooster Teeth. And Bern, this is uh, this is from Bernie's Twitter, um, announced uh, essentially Rooster Teeth's new L.A. home base, their West Coast RT, which I love the name. It's called RTLA is what a lot of the fans are calling it. And uh, I think that's, that's uh, really cool because you're seeing an internet company, an internet production company, becoming a chain. I mean, they had, you know, web stores in multiple countries before, <laughs> but now they have an entirely new production house you know, on the, on the West side of the country. That's huge. huge Which expansion. I've already applied for. 
Have you really? No, I'm joking. Oh, I was about to say, I was like, you just found out. I was like, where'd you apply? Because let me apply. <laughs> but I will be. And well, and that and that's the that's the curious thing is uh, they're they're saying on their the site that Fun Funhaus uh, and the West the the West Coast Rooster Teeth office will be making appearances in their current content, and I'm kind of curious how that is. Are they going to have to actually fly back and forth from Texas anytime to do a podcast? That's going to be a headache for Gus. Yeah, we'll just do it over Skype. Yeah, well, that's that's also a possibility. Terrible idea, but a possibility. <laughs> Skype. Skype calls, I, I know a couple of people that do podcasts over Skype, and you know, you just to get the content done, get do whatever you can, but God, does Skype, does Skype kill the audio? It sounds <laughs> so bad. I also need to watch my S's. I was editing the last podcast, and I have so many S's. I'm, not, I'm noticing them all now, and as I have some harsh Just in S's. that last sentence, you've said like around 20 different S's. Yep. Actually, I, I don't know. Did someone count? Post below. But um. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that's I think that's a really cool thing to see. You know, a, co- a company as small as Rooster Teeth that started in a bedroom, expanding to now, um, what what is is countrywide at the moment. I mean, will will hopefully grow to be, you know, an East Coast or even a international company. You know, there's a, they got a big uh, Austin or not Austin um. Australia fan base, a bit a big English fan base. You know they they could really grow even bigger than that, which I think is cool. It, you're seeing, you're seeing the, the hopefully end of some growing pains of web media. I think it's really cool. It's a really cool history uh, time in history for us. I guess it's still. Uh, you just have to find your way in this history, though. Nate is so cynical. What you you are always so cynical. What I think I I think of all the little things. Like I I think how blessed I am to even though I I think I did miss the golden age where like people who were posting things on that new newfangled thing called the internet. You know when YouTube first started and everything, they had it. And in my opinion, like they were able to be found a lot easier than nowadays. Okay. I will say that is a kind of a trial we have. Um, with current media, but even so, you still start to see you know these companies getting the recognition that honestly I think they deserve. You know the the idea that there are some. There are, I, I, it still bewilders me when people ask you know these web media companies, have you ever thought about doing a TV show? You know, expanding to do TV, and there a lot of the time the response is, why would we limit ourselves to TV? If you go on TV, there's things you can't say, there's things you can't do. There's things you can't, you know, you have to show a certain thing of this or that to be successful. There's this weird barrier. The internet isn't like that, at least for now. The internet isn't like that, and it's amazing. And, you know, it's it's starting to get the recognition it deserves from both its fan base and uh, opposing media. It's it's amazing, I think. Yes, you do have to find your, your way, but it's still amazing to see. Yeah. You're a little bit too optimistic, but yeah. Well, I'm. I'm. I mean, it's. It's not even optimism, really. It's. It's just. It's just. Uh, really amazing. Savannah's, moving around the background. Um, I. I, I just. I just think it's amazing, and I'm really excited to see how fun Haas goes because I'm, I was a huge fan of, of Inside Gaming. I, I love their stuff. I love, the banter between them and everything. So I like to see if they, 
you know, uh, become, you know, become almost a second achievement hunter or mm-hmm. what they actually truly do. Because I, I do think one thing that they have a problem with is Fun Haas will be kind of competing a little bit for, um, against other Rooster Teeth things, but it'll be really cool. Yeah, possibly, but it will probably, I see Rooster Teeth going towards the, um, what is it? The, t- what was the name of those uh, early TV stations that became the giant corporate chains? Like like Fox and NBC and um, ABC and all those ones that, I mean, are corporate corporate chains corporate chains now? Although, I, I think mean, that they're part of a different chain, but yeah, networks. Yeah. you're talking networks. about networks. Which ABC, NBC, and all those those are networks. Yeah. I see Rooster Teeth going towards that. Well, that's I, honestly, I think they already are. I think they are just through through they are their own network through web um web media uh yeah. web t- web television whatever you want to call it. I think they already are. I I already define Rooster Teeth as a even though Rooster Teeth makes its own content. Yeah. Whereas like I feel like a network in the traditional sense is more like, you know, it's it is just a blanket company. You know, they they find production houses, they find this or find that and then they just manage. Rooster Teeth actually kind of does make their own content. But yeah. they are, I mean, just this, show, this right here, show the, the Fun Haws, shows that they are becoming more of a network where you can go to Rooster Teeth to find different shows you like. I was telling you, I think I was telling you earlier. Um, no, 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 I, I think I was talking to Savannah. Um, it was, I, I think it's crazy because right now, what Rooster Teeth is, I can watch all their content in a week. The amount of content they put out is a lot, but I'm <laughs> able to watch it all. But how crazy do you think it, it would be if it's one of those things like, like Kotaku is a good example. It's almost impossible to read every single article they put out because they put out like hundreds a day. You know, watching every, it's literally impossible to watch every video on YouTube. But if you go to a network like that, you would think, oh, I could, I mean, I could, if I sit down at ABC, on ABC um, and watch all of ABC's TV shows for a day, you could do that. Yeah. But to think there's a network out there that literally makes so much content that you can't actually physically keep up with it, I think the first people that we're going to see do that is will be Rooster Teeth. And I think I think I'll be amazing. More shuffling in the back. But what do you what do you think about what, what do you think about um networks being being a thing and I mean they already technically are, you know, you have Machinima, you yeah. have um, you have larger companies that uh, ones that I don't know that are kind of like the background puppeteers that <laughs> uh, you know own like Tabuscus uh, has his own that I never knew. I thought he was independent. Um, PewDiePie works with a network essentially. Yeah. What do you think about that being um, being in in new media like this? Uh, I feel that it it was just inevitable and it becomes necessary at a certain point to just get content that um, everyone wants to watch and see because when stuff first starts out as we saw with like youtube it was just a lot of cat videos or something then there was small bits where you could find yeah there's that one channel of the chick that just stared into the camera (laughs) and smiled that that made there was was yes that and there was a very popular youtube channel i i've watched a couple videos i can't remember what it is off the top of my head but that's all she did. She just stood into the camera, didn't say anything. It was she. I think she's considered one of the first actual vloggers, but she actually didn't say anything. It's really, it's like really weird to watch. 
Apparently, you should have. That's what we should have did. But <laughs> no, we're not a hot girl. There's random stuff like that which would get like tons of views, but it was it was like uh, just nonsense. It was like filler for your day or something. And then there was more creative stuff like Freddy and um, Quarter Digital inside gaming stuff. Super Fight. Yeah, Super Fight, where they would put more production and i would say smosh probably yeah. was the first one to do yeah. that actually where they would put more time and one of the first production into their work to make it more of a ongoing thing and to regulate more creative and i guess meteor work it networks eventually will get created because mm-hmm. it's just someone has to manage it yeah now is it going to get as ridiculous as having like radio wars that they used to have? Hmm. <laughs> Probably well, not. Because... Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to see PewDiePie and Tobuscus trying to stab each other in the street. Well, the you know what's really what's really interesting is um, with with satellite and digital waves, um, you have a certain spectrum that you can work in. You know, and and so that actually means you are actually um, what a lot of stations do is they have to rent out this amount of station. In fact, you see like cell phones being a big problem because AT&T has a certain spectrum (laughs) spectrum for their cellular service, you know, and then there's the news spectrum. It's which really weird. I never knew this. You were actually renting airspace, literal airspace. Yep. But that's the beautiful thing with the Internet. Is you don't have to. The internet is infinite and and always expanding. It's it's just however big your yeah. data centers are and how fast your connections are. Yeah. Unless uh, we get that issue with uh, what was that net neutrality? Well, that's that's always going to be an issue. But I feel like yeah. I feel like, but that's that's a, another thing that's that's amazing. I think with with net neutrality is the fact that there are so many of these big moving companies that honestly. If net neutrality were to, to to be a problem, you know they have they actually have we ha- finally now have the power, and I'm saying this like Rooster Teeth, you know, is the one to this. This is new, but it's I think it's amazing because it's one of those things where we finally have the ability. Companies that are primarily based out off the internet have the ability to have that power to say no, no, you can't do this, or no, you're not doing this. Obviously, you know, there's there's always going to be that, you know, big corporate guy holding his money and wearing the coat, but <laughs> it's it, it is really amazing. I I will say I think um I I think uh as long as there is enough networks, you know, to employ multiple people, creators of all different types and kinds, I think it's I think it will always be a good thing. I I I mean, I it, it it's a network is good especially for the fact that like Let's say Tobuscus, he plays a lot of um, video game, you know, Let's Plays. Well, there's, I mean, even now, there is still controversy over are you using our content or are you adding to our content oh, yeah. and making it your own? Like, what is a Let's Play? All these things, you know, things that aren't defined yet. Yeah, which the, that brought up an entire issue with Nintendo, which we'll probably talk about. Well, and, and yeah, Nintendo still still is no, and, and Microsoft keeps on trying to change their what their service terms are and you know, everything like that. Yeah. It's one of those things where all these networks being created, even though it is kind of like a, oh, well, you don't want to get under a blanket thing and now, now you're working for someone else, everything, you know, all the bad things that are associated with networks. You get the nice thing of, I'm one guy making videos in my spare bedroom. 
And if I have a multi-million dollar company, if I have my, the Xbox, Microsoft games, Nintendo, Sony, if I have one of those companies being like, you're stealing our content, we're taking you to court for all the money you've made. Hmm. You, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where you're one guy. You don't even know how you don't even know how legal terms work unless you're um, unless you're that one guy whose name I'm totally blanking on. He did equals three. Uh, equals three. Yeah. Uh, shoot, I'm forgetting his name. Um, he was a, he was a law student before okay. he started his YouTube channel. Yeah. But, okay. Um, but it but it's one of those things where you're not you're not one person. Ray William Johnson. That's that's who I'm thinking of. Oh, ironically enough, I typed in the, I was doing, I typed in, you just in typed long. in equals three. I, I typed in plus three. <laughs> it still came up with Ray William Johnson though. Yeah. But yeah, he, I mean, it's like you're, you have no clue how to defend yourself in court or anything like that. You don't even know, you, you don't even have technically a definition of what it is you're doing to be able to defend it yeah. under the free, 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 freedom of speech or anything like that. Oh, that reminds me of when we first started. It was the best thing ever was you going all right, we need to make some videos for YouTube. Now, nice how do generic. we live off of this? How do we make money? <laughs> Which is still an equation I have not yet solved. <laughs> and then it's all, well, how do we make sure we don't get flagged to be able to make money so we're not on the street? You know, it's funny. I actually thought in my head, I was like, if we do get flagged, then we're doing a good job. Because someone out there is actually watching to flag <laughs> us. I was like, that's that's my goal right there. <laughs> be a <laughs> <To> target. <laughs> Just be a target. As soon as we get flagged, that'll be that'll be the best. What what is the old saying? All press is good press. Yeah, uh there's no such thing as bad press. That's what you're thinking of. <laughs> yep. But uh but yeah, so I just I, I just wanted to, you know, get our initial reaction to this new site and uh, get an idea of what you think is is good, what you think is going to be bad about it, if, if at all bad, yeah. you know, if, because um, there's a lot of potential for yeah. the, the future of this, you know, of this site, you know, future of this, this yeah. uh, new channel with, uh, I mean, it already has great legs because IG, uh, IG already has a good fan base behind it. So it's going to kind of be cool to see how they pair up with Rooster Teeth and especially, and, and this is the, the one thing I am really curious about and I don't know what you think, but the fact that they are making content that is already made by Rooster Teeth, um, we'll get to see exactly how they handle that because that's been my problem a lot of times is how do you handle, like, like for us, we make a podcast Obviously, you know, what we what our ideas and what our news is is completely our own and what we do. Um, we don't like repodcast something, but when you're doing a let's play, it's one of those things where you're like, you gotta think of something new. You know, you gotta think of a, a different way for your podcast to stand out because otherwise it's just you and it's just another person playing video games. What yeah. about that makes different makes you different? And I'm curious to see how they differentiate um Fun Haas from Achievement Hunter or Fun Haas from Rooster Teeth's live live stuff and what what they do to make Fun Haas its own thing yeah. or if they just assimilate it and say, you know, Fun it's Haas was just a thing. thing. It's a very interesting take on all of it. Yeah. I always thought that it was more of a just have fun with it. Right. Which it is. But it's one of those things where 
unless you are a personality, what are you doing new to innovate? You know, what are you, and obviously innovation is natural. It kind of, you don't physically force yourself to innovate, but it's, it's the same thing anyone asks, you know, why do you read this book? What about this book makes it different from the other book? You know, what about a movie makes it different from the other movie? Such as, you know, Avatar is a good example. You Not the bad one, the good one. Um, what about Avatar made it different from uh, the Pocahontas or Dances with Wolves? You know, even though it was a similar story, what about it made it different? Okay. You know, you get it, you get it with every type of media. The, whatever it is will get compared to the other thing and it'll be a compare and contrast, you know? What does this Let's Play channel do for me versus this Let's Play channel? And usually it's, well, I like the personalities. Yeah. But, um... It's almost certainly always personality. Yeah. But, um, there's also times where you get, uh, you get this golden egg of, well, this one person just plays it and doesn't do any editing and I love it. It's an hour long. I I watch every single second of it because I love his voice. Or you get the more like a PewDiePie approach where it's chopped up. It's got, you know, you're essentially watching a highlight reel and, and you have like random jokes that wouldn't actually have been funny unless he edited, edited them in. Like he will zoom in on somebody and shake the, you know, do all these effects like shaking the camera when he shouts and everything like that, that aren't actually in the game, but he put it in there in post. You know, and you, you'll have that. That's a difference. That's a difference in style that some people like. Some people like shorter content. Some people like longer. I love hour-long content. I love being able to watch a video for an hour kind of thing. That's my personal opinion. But then there's, you know, there's a lot of people, and Twitter's a good example. Short. Keeping it short. Yeah. 15-minute videos. That's, <laughs> all, that's the most they want to watch. I'm not one of those people, but that's why our podcast is so god-awfully long. <laughs> I'm one of those people. You would like a fifteen-minute podcast? You should 30. check out. You should check no, out. Hour podcasts can be hours. Oh, okay. I was about to say. I was like, but podcasts I'm, are nice I'm the long. person who goes and watches the let's plays that are fifteen minutes, mm. opposed to the ones that are an hour. Right. Well, but that's also a thing. I I also think that's a thing where you know you might like the fifteen-minute ones might not be because of the let's player as much as the game itself. What are they doing in the game? Like fifteen minute long. Like, to me, if I'm watching a 15-minute-long video, I'm watching it for a purpose. But if I'm watching an hour-long video, I'm watching it to be entertained. And that's 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 my thought. Like, like a 15-minute video is like an achievement guide to me. Like, I'm looking for how do I do this thing. And I just want it. I just want that. I always hate when I get, like, a tutorial video that um, is 15, like, it's 15 minutes long. And I'm like, all right, I'll get to figure it out. But the first 10 minutes of it, is all right guys so here's what we're gonna do and uh here's what it kind of looks like and we're gonna kind of you know figure it out together and you know i don't really like that i like um i like more like the the video co-pilot type of thing where it's like he will kind of joke around but he gets to it he gets to the point you know his videos don't have to be long you every single second of that video he's doing something but the difference between Andrew Kramer is that I will say is I love his personality. So I could I could totally watch a uh, two two hour long video of him just riffing. But think, does he have a podcast? I don't think so. He has a blog and then video copilot. Mm-hmm. I don't think he has a. He should though. That'd be a great idea. I would Sponsor. love. To, I don't know who else would be on the podcast though. <laughs> Laser Revolver sponsored by Andrew Kramer. 
Sponsored by the internet. (laughs) Cool. Well, this has been a a quick little segment we wanted to throw in. So, uh, uh, cool. We'll send it back to future Nate Sage and I think Zane's going to be on the podcast. We, We haven't figured that out yet, but take it away, guys. Or don't. All right, we're back. Anyang. I'm sexy, aren't I? My past voice is super sexy. How are you going to know where to edit that, by you the way? Be, Did you take down a time? Do you know me? I will put it in wherever I, I will. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't say I'll put it in I wherever will, I want. I will put it in wherever, guys, whenever. Guys, you're getting on a sexual tangent again. Kitchen counter. Sage is oh editing. Sage. You're talking about editing. Never mind. I'll I'll, I'll just look at the waveform. Sage's <laughs> favorite anime is harem, and he'll put uh, it in wherever he wants. So, uh, I guess while Zane, while you're here, you weren't here for that. Um, what what are I mean the the names fun uh, fun haws fun house fun howls. I, I think it's how it's Something supposed to just be pronounced house. I think. Um, what what do you think about that? Uh, I mean, I don't know much about it, but it seems um. Seems like a fun house. But um cha. Any, but, um, cha. any thoughts on uh, uh I think it's definitely interesting. Um I'm sure you guys already covered everything. I just think it's interesting that all these people on YouTube are leaving their big companies to go do more I guess this one's not independent, but you see these people rise up in a company and now they're all leaving them for what they consider bigger and better. But I like that, honestly. I, th- I, think, I, that's, think, I think that's I, good because that creates more jobs because these people, if they can make it outside, they will grow, mm-hmm. bring more people on, who then will grow under them and eventually maybe split off from their blanket company, you know? Yeah. I mean, even though there is still blanket companies, we still have the networks, Machinima, Rooster Teeth becoming their own network, all that. It's, they're still there. Umbrella is pretty big. But they're able to bring people up that that it seems like there's a good there's a shift upwards rather than a stagnating this is this is how we work which i like but we talked about that already so cool well i think we're we're just about at time um any final thoughts uh come going into uh going into this this current week anything we're playing or doing uh i guess i'll go first um I got the original Legend of Zelda on my DS, so that's taking up most of my time because I've never played it before, and I'm not going to look up guides. I'm trying to do the the experience, and so You're that's so based, fucked. Yeah, yeah, I know, <laughs> and and that's what I'm doing. I want to go back to some gaming history, and I'm also playing the first Hitman, which is rough, but I'll get through it. Uh, or I guess it's technically the second one. You're in retro gaming right now. Retro gaming mode. Because um, I'm waiting for the next gen to come out with some more games. Yeah. So I'm going back to the past to fill in some time. Yeah. Uh, for what I'm doing this weekend, um, I'm actually trying to pick up learning Japanese, which that's not something you do in a weekend. But, uh, yeah, I'm starting lessons through just an app. Uh, but so far it's taught me a couple things, so I'll see if I get an interest and if it takes me anywhere. Cool. You know what the best thing would be is if you could just download to learn. Like in the Matrix. <laughs> I know Kung Fu. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anything going on with you, yeah. Nate? Anything uh, next week, this, this uh, um, coming week? 
Well, of course I'm finishing up some work, uh, but as soon as I'm done with that, I'm going to go hard at this animation, and we're going to pump out some awesome content for you guys. Um, that we keep on plugging every single episode. Yeah, and then we keep on not releasing because... Animation takes a long time. Yeah, and... And we're not very good at it. And Sage is a perfectionist, and we'll never say that's enough. And we're not very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we're going to be doing all that stuff and lots of uh, dying light. Hopefully Sage will stop dying. Light? <laughs> no. Took my, took my subject, actually. Uh, I'm dying God. light. We haven't, talk, we haven't really talked about that. It's that a good a... game. Get it. Get the game. Well, unless you don't like free running or zombies, then I guess you don't. Then you don't apparently like games because that's like everything. No, it's not. The Call of Duty. No free running. Zombies. Battlefield 4. No zombies. Free running. There's no free running in Battlefield 4. You can run and jump. What? That doesn't mean it's <laughs> that free is, running. That is free running. That is exactly free running. <laughs> that is not parkour. It's a lot of fun, though. I'm, we're having a lot of fun with it. Well, I think we might have a Let's Play coming out, actually. Self-plug. I don't really know if you... You have the footage to that, so maybe... Burned it to the ground. I took it and burned it to the ground. Yeah, that's another conversation we have to have. But yeah. Ooh, things are getting dramatic on the Laser of All the Podcast. Conversations. <laughs> magic. The magic Surprise, of you don't want to talk podcast. about Nazis again. They're still the best. Um, bye. <laughs>